guests in the building today you see them wearing matching colors and everything you know. <laughs> <laughs> had to put them in the middle with the hot seats mm. so introduce yourself guys all right uh what's up everybody my name is benz um benz pink <laughs> <laughs> that's it name is benz yeah last name pink okay oh, and the last name too yeah. Nah, just introduce yourself. Talk to you about yourself. Alright, how you doing? My name's Ben. Um, 25. Uh, 25? Yeah. 25. Nah, bro, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to find you on Facebook and stuff like that. <laughs> I want to find you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, find me on Facebook at Ben's Jean Francois. You know, find me on Instagram at Ben Ben's. Follow me on I don't even do that, honestly. It's just like, I don't even shout myself out. Yeah, I don't know you also got the lovely lady in the house. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Janelle. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, underscore heart of June underscore. And you can check both of us out on YouTube. Our channel is called June and Beans. No space. June and Beans. That's interesting, yeah. I'm going to see you guys on YouTube. June and Beans, I'm, cause my name is, well, yeah, my nickname is June, 
Janelle. And my nickname from high school is Beans. Beans? Yeah, that's the nickname he gave me. And I was Who like, you know what? Huh? Who used to beat up? Oh, I used to beat up? Yeah. I used to be the one getting beat up. You oh. know what I, mean? <laughs> I was the one getting. I was Haitian oh. and dark skin. That was not a good time to be Haitian oh, and oh, dark yeah, skin. I remember during that was time. not a good time. Yeah. Was it getting that was not a bad. good time <laughs> to be Haitian and dark skin. Because I'm Haitian and dark skin. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> I did okay, bro. Then okay. you know it was not I mean, a good during time. During our time, though, you know, light skin brothers was really the ones. Exactly. Really. Light skin was winning crazy they used back to call then. The dark skin brothers. African booty. Boy, I was darker than under the bed. Uh, I was darker than dark side of the moon. What else was that? Oh, and plus Haitian, the dirt cookie jokes. Like oh. it was just a bad time to be Haitian. And and we we came straight straight from the boat to us. So exactly. <laughs> I mentioned I had a stutter. I had yeah. a crazy oh, so stutter. stutter. I had a crazy from? stutter yeah. coming from the boat. Yeah. It was just a bad time. So, they had too much ammo on me. Too much. So let's focus more on the YouTube because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I've been seeing you guys recently on Facebook and sorry on youtube and on instagram i've been seeing you guys share the videos and i've watched a couple of your videos and i like yeah. the topics that you guys talk about and the things that you have discussed you know um so tell us what made y'all start that show and what is the message that you're trying to spread to the people well we wanted to talk about three things mm-hmm. so relationship so our relationship mm-hmm. and talk about faith talk about god but also talk about real topics in the black community whether it's uh, femininity and masculinity was like a big topic, especially with people like Kevin Samuels and MTR and all those people. Oh, yeah, so, I watched Kevin Samuels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a video on, on him. Yeah, we can talk about him today. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to. But yeah, just that and talk about family, the black family, how mm-hmm. important that is, and just right. little topics like. Like that marriage. Oh, um, yeah. y'all talking marriage yeah, yeah. already. I also had uh, <laughs> another reason why. Yes. Another reason why it's like we want to. <laughs> we, we really also want to help promote the idea that you know the dynamic between a man and woman, the way God created it, is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't try to change it. We shouldn't try to add on to it. We shouldn't true, think true, that true. we know better because it's just like. The person who created you, how can you know better than him? He he, di- he designed the whole guy. dynamic. Exactly right. He, he designed the whole dy- dynamic. So we also want to help. We also want to try to push that, you know, because it's like relationships is discussed a lot, but they tend to leave out the person that created the whole yeah. dynamic between man and woman. They tend to I leave think out that out. So it's like, of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think version one is what God gave you, and mm-hmm. version two is what. Earth. What the word is, yeah, what the yeah, earth yeah. is trying to do, right? Yeah. Like, and the earth version to me is fake. Because <laughs> why? That's why it don't work. Because you could always replace it. Mm. And if it's replaceable, then it's not going to work. Mm. So here's a good question that I'd like to ask you guys because me as a youth leader, like this is a question that I want to ask all the young people, especially now because I still have a duty to church. And so... Why do you guys think that a lot of young people are leaving the church? Leaving the church? Yes. Mm. Or, well, why do you think young people are no longer interested in church? Uh, you want to answer first? Or if you want? I mean, I can answer. Uh, I mean, I could. Uh, let you know. Ladies me? first. Yeah. Uh, she going to give us the honest answer. That's what I want. <laughs> I think it's a couple things. I think. Name five. <laughs> Uh, you go so religion, I think accountability. Religion first, why? Um, I think 
a lot of youth, I guess, haven't been taught how to like have real relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So because they don't really have that foundation in their lives, um, they kind of just go astray, not really knowing um, how to stand on their their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like I know for us, you know, we're all Caribbean and yeah. we're all we all know how the Caribbean bon- culture goes. Yeah, 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 we know how the culture is. We know that. Most of our parents are not like transparent mm-hmm. yeah, or don't really like plan. want to speak up on certain things. So mm-hmm. that's two. Yeah. yeah. So what other? That's two. Yeah. No, no, you can go. That's religion. That's one. That was the first one. Four more. Okay. Um, I said accountability because sometimes I think you just make their own choices to disobey God or to run away from God. True, true. Um, the prodigal son. Yeah. That's a I fact. think they just make their own conscious choices to do things contrary to God. Three. <laughs> Three, I know. A big one is like they always say like judgment. No, like maybe um, the older you. folks, elders, pastors don't really understand them so there's just like this disconnect. Mm-hmm. So they always think that like, oh, you're judging me for all these things. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Usually when they come at you, they don't come at you in a okay. proper way. They come yeah. at you in more of a like a military type of way. So religion, accountability, judging, judgment. Um. Anything else? Do you have with the other two? I don't know. <laughs> She's tagging you in. Yeah. <laughs> you finish the last two. For the last two, I'd say C. So she said religion, accountability, judgment. Judgment. Uh, I would also, this one may be a little bit, I'm going to say responsibility as well. On whose end? On whose end? I'll say responsibility on the youth and right so it's like the reason i say that is because so accountability that's kind of accountability isn't it okay yeah. right yeah, accountability. <laughs> so we're but say that. what you're gonna say i'm not pretty much like you know the religion does put as we say we talked about this earlier it puts a lot of pressure on people right mm-hmm. and it's like when you wait when you put that much pressure on youth mm-hmm. and you do not properly equip them mm-hmm. they will cave under pressure Mm-hmm. So it's gonna make them. So once they have the opportunity to step out the church and run, mm-hmm. they're gonna take that chance. You know, some of the some a lot of youth are under their parents' house and stuff like that. So of course they're gonna follow the staff. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do that. They're gonna do things like that. So, but once they turn eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and they get a, they get a job, they're able to go find themselves a roommate. Mm-hmm. They're gonna dive, go find themselves a roommate, and at that point, the rules that they had to follow, they don't gotta oh. follow it no more. So that pressure, the, all that responsibility, they're free from it all. They're, they're, the, the shackles are gone. So it's just like, oh, these shackles are gone. Why do I have to continue? It's like, you know, all this pressure they're putting on me, I don't got to do it no more. So they had a way out. Like, personally, for me, college was my way out. Yeah, when I, I went to college, I was I was like, I'm gone. I was gone. I was gone. I was free. Yeah, I went away. Yeah, I went upstate. So I was... So I was just like, I was yeah, free. And I can say that for multiple, like a lot of, you know, youth, once they do go to college and they go yeah. away, they go upstate, they don't come it's back like the they, same. Yeah, they do not come really back like, the same. So nah, you really don't trust me. Because it's like that responsibility that 
the heaviness on you and you weren't even built up properly with the foundations to really like they didn't yeah. equip you with the foundational things to hold on to that weight you're gonna break upon it you're gonna, you're gonna break and the more you can dip out you're gonna dip out yeah. and i'll say another thing is just um i guess i'll say another reason why they leave this one i'll say oh okay uh, uh, i spoke on that earlier but equipping right I'll say equipping because and that's on the elder side of it, right? Elders and pastor side of it. They don't equip the, the, the youth properly. So mm -hmm. it's just like, sure, children's corner. We go to children's corner and all that thing. So like we all did the children's yeah. corner. We all did Bible. So we all did. Once, once you get to we the all did, age, exactly, exactly. children's corner. Exactly. Like, it's not exactly, right? So it's like. How that, would you want to be equipped? How would I want to be equipped? I would like to, the way I think you should equip um, people is to really separate it is to really teach them you know you got to really unlike you got to really take the time to teach them and not just throw the word in their face and I think that's how I felt at least where the word was being thrown in your face instead of the word being taught to you and taught to you in a way that you can implement what you what you, what you were taught to your life mm -hmm. so taught to you that in a way where it's like you know okay cool this word was said to me it resonated with me because it applies to things that's going on right here now in my life. And now I can apply what I learned, um, you know, in my life now. Now going forward, I cannot apply this lesson, whatever it may be. It wasn't just a book of judgment being slapped in my face. And, I, and, and they were like, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Where in time, that's what it would feel like. So I agree. Yeah, I think those those are some things that, you know, adding on to what she said. That's five, right? <laughs> that's four or five. I think that's something else, though. I think okay, pressure right from the world as well. Like, pressure from the world. It's mm. not, it's not cool to be Christian. You know, it's mm. not cool to be like... So wait, here's a good question. Do you think that the church is hiding us from the world or the world is hiding us from the church? The world is hiding us from the church. The world is hiding us from the world uh, is hiding I us from the church. Or the church is hiding us from the or the church is hiding the world from us. Matter of fact, the church is hiding the world from us. Matter of fact, that's the reason that's the main reason why I think the church the church is hiding us from the world. And that's the exact reason why most youth run away. Is because like mo most time when we grow up, you know, as kids, like you know, for example, you know the Concept where parents be like, yo, if you kiss a boy, you're going to be pregnant and all that, which is all a lie. You know, they're basically trying to hide things from us. So when they, instead of the, them just giving us lies like, oh, if you kiss a boy, you're going to get pregnant. Those lies, when they figure out it's not true, you know, because obviously your parents will tell you first. So mm -hmm. then they, when they realize, oh, this is not true, so then as a as a kid, that would make you think like, oh, hold on. So the whole time my parents been lying to me about this, that, and the third. So I think like for the youth-wise, like, I think like for us, the main reason why we leave is because like they say, if you be a straight parent, you're going to create sneaky kids. So I think mm. the way like most, you know, Caribbean cultures raise students is wrong where, you know, they try to build them into this, you know, try to block out like that the world ain't really evil and try to make it seem like it's good. Like, they're not basically giving us the truth best of both worlds. Like, like parents usually just tell us good and not give us, you know, because there's always two sides to things. And everything you do has a consequence. Is it whether it's going to be, you know, be good or bad because we all know everybody ain't going to like you. <laughs> At the end of the day, so it's always going to be two sides to it. So I think like our 
as our parents, why as we all grew up where, you know, our parents would try to baby us and hide the world from us, like telling us that, you know, kissing and all that other stuff. It, like, I think our parents are supposed to be telling us things like, you know, about pregnancy and us, all that other stuff at a very young age, like probably like nine, ten and stuff, because if we have more knowledge about it, then, you know, as we grow up, then we will know, then we will know those things, then we will know and have knowledge of those things if we attempt to do it, because most people, you know, it's after the situation happened, they're like, oh, snap, right. this happened, and, you know, sometimes, you know, not everybody lucky, you, some people just go end up having babies, <laughs> so it's like, in those situations, you know, the parents could have, you know, educated you, because the... As we do go to school to get an education, but I think the best education, one of the best educations we can get is coming from our parents, but instead our parents choose to hide those informations from us because, you know, they're hiding us from the world when we have to go outside every day to go to school and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you trying to hide us from the world, but we're going outside the school every day, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like they just teach us certain parts of the knowledge, but they don't give us the street knowledge that we need. That, that's fast, because everything that we didn't learn at home or at church, we learned from either the streets or from school. Exactly, yep. and that's what that's the that's the number one or TV. Exactly, <laughs> that's the number one reason why most of us, you know, students leave the church. And that's like that's where it comes in with the whole equipping factor, right? Yeah. They don't properly equip us because it's. And not, then, hold on, let me right. finish. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna right. add on to. I'm gonna add, 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 add on to. On top of that really part. The other part that they do, which is a bad mix, is they move, like, what I just said, added on to the part where, like, when you do something wrong, you know, instead of, you know, trying to get to know your child and all, you, they will move more like military sergeant, like, whoa, 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 yes, do this. And then, we all know those type of techniques don't really work for everybody. So, it's like certain people, you know, you try to use that technique, they run away to somebody else, they're going to feel like they're not loving all that. And we all know the worst thing in life is where you have a kid and you let somebody else grab that love that, as a parent, you're the one supposed to be getting, but a kid giving somebody else that type of love. Because at the end of the day, they came out of you. You're the one supposed to be taking care of them. So I was like, yeah, like, that's the reason why. Like, parents, it really all starts from the parents, like, because they lack giving us the knowledge because they fear of this, but it's better if they give us those knowledge so we could be prepared for it. But sometimes they rather someone else do a job for them. Yeah, but if you let somebody else do the job for them, you're basically letting a stranger do it. Exactly. And if you let a stranger, then the stranger, you don't know bad. if they're going to be good or bad. They could use it for their own good or whatever. Perfect example is all of us. We spent more time growing up with our teachers and sometimes with our parents. Exactly, because exactly. most of our parents was, you know, working. they were working, got two jobs when they come home, they just put food on the table. They don't really act you That's why family so They don't really act because my parents have had to be real, like, that's how it was with me. Like, I just used to go to school, come home. We, we never really had, like, family activities. So it was like I was learning math stuff on my own. That's why family so important, you know. And mm -hmm. it's like, going back to the equipping thing, it's like, um, just as you mentioned, 
the question about whether the world is hiding off from the church or whether the church is hiding off from the world, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if the church wants to hide us from the world. And it would not really hide us from the world, but like shield us from the world in a sense, because the world has a lot of things in it that are tempting, that are, you know, will lead us down the wrong path. We have, we have friends that's going to, you know, lead us down the wrong path, influences, pressure, all those things. So it's you like, know, our parents when, yeah, exactly. Things. That's the thing. The church, our parents could have equipped us with what we needed to know to really fight off those temptations, those pressures. All they those things. Have watered down yep. As fate would have it, I'm one of your elders, technically, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, what do you feel like I didn't equipped you with? Technically, you know, well, I met you when I, was, I met. It don't count because I met you when I was pretty much, you know, 20, <laughs> 20, 20, 20, 22, 23 by the time I met Rick. You, you know, that went through so, so, like, many I don't went through so many things. So, it's like, you know, it's already there. But if I was to talk about what the elders you know previously what they didn't teach me and things such as that they didn't really teach me going like for example let's use you know the whole sexual thing you brought up right yeah. it came to like you know oh if you kiss somebody you, you won't get her pregnant right yeah so it's like that's that, that that was an extreme example but that's pretty much how they taught it to us right they told us so it's like yo sex is bad it's after but they never told us why they never told us how to equip they, they told us sex was bad they told us don't do it they told us hey this is a sin this is a sin and it's against god but okay cool but that doesn't there. that doesn't um answer the questions in our mind and it doesn't quench our curiosity mm. it doesn't stop the curiosity it doesn't answer the questions in our mind and then when we go to our friends it's like and they talk about it we tell them oh no sex is bad they say oh why is bad oh it's in the bible oh, what, 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 what's in the bible about it? why is it bad they have these questions you can't answer because your own elders didn't answer it for you so it's just like uh well, what do you guys think about it? And they say, oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's this, it's that. <laughs> so now you're over here. So now you're over here like, is it really that good? I ain't, They told me I'm going to get pregnant. Boy, you're not going to get pregnant. Just, just, just pull out, bro. Just pull out. Just pull out. Just pull out. I was like, just pull out. That's what I got to do. Yeah, yeah, pulling out the Bible, and then go tell yeah, pulling out the Bible. Remember that one guy in the Bible who pulled out, yada yada. So it's like there's a story about exactly. You know, they 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 don't probably equip you with what you need. And a perfect example, I heard of this example like about last month when I was talking to this um this brother in Christ of mine. He told me, do you do you know the story about David and Goliath? And I was like, yeah, yeah, David slingshot, boom, Goliath. He took him down. He's like, yeah, he was you know prepared but he was like did you know that he um got equipped to david before he even fought goliath and i was like what, what, what do you mean by that he was like david was out there in the woods fighting bears fighting lions fighting all these challenging animals a challenging beast before he even went up against goliath so he was getting equipped all his life god was equipping him for this challenge before he even got to the challenge so that when he got to the challenge and he saw goliath he was like you oh. be more experienced for it exactly I, i've been fighting bears and lions the Two, two sides told me all my life, you think I'm going to be scared of a giant? I have the Lord with me and not only do I have exactly. the Lord with me, but the Lord has been preparing me and equipping me all throughout my life before I even got to this challenge. Now I'm at this challenge, boom, take him down easily because the Lord's there and he equipped me for it. So I think that's how the church is supposed to be where it's like the church understands that the world is full of a bunch of temptations and things that will really catch the youth our minds aren't developed we don't understand things pressure is going to get us but if they properly equipped us 
Mm-hmm. They probably equipped us, and not to the church either, parents as well, because, you know, you go to church once a day, maybe, I mean, once a week, maybe twice, sometimes I pray for me and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're with your, you, you, you should be with your parents a lot more, where it's like after school, you come to your parents, your parents talk to you, yada, yada. They should be equipping you and helping you deal and maneuver these situations because these situations are going to continuously come up in your life. Pressures will continue to come up. Peer yeah, pressure continues to come up. Challenges continues to come up. Pressure. Exactly. So it's like that equipping factor is so highly important, I think, because we're missing that. When youth get older, they just leave mm-hmm. because they weren't properly equipped. So they're just like, I'm going to leave it because I, I, I think I know better. If they equipped this from a young age, I mean, I think it would have grew habits because, I mean, we all have habits. Exactly, right. And, you know, if they equipped us, then we would have good habits. So then it would be hard to catch bad habits. Exactly. But if we started with so much bad habits, then it's on a later end. Then they want to come in and be like, yes, I was wrong. I should have did this mm-hmm. right now. It's too late, though. You're already, it's kind of too late. We already done big We already done messed up. We already got caught, uh, so was caught up in a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, we got kids outside the wedlock. We got this. We got that. You want to tell me when it's all the things. That's what they do. Exactly. And then they want to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to protect you. You was not. If you really tried to protect you me, you would tell me. me. You would really equip me. You would give me a sword and a shield, not just like you know, not just a shield. Like, I need don't a bow. Mm-hmm. A shield is great, but I need a sword too, so that I, I can combat these falsities. Yeah, these falsities. The I don't even think they give us their shield. They just give us. Don't do it. Shield. Give us a little piece of paper. This is your shield. Just put this and tell people I'm a, I'm a, I'm a child of God. <laughs> I want to hear Janelle's point of view because. I didn't grow up with you guys, but I grew up with Janelle. Mm. So growing up, oh. like... <laughs> yeah, go ahead, ask me. What you had to ask me? Oh, okay. Growing up, like, Ben said he felt like he wasn't properly equipped by, by, the, by the members of the church. Do you feel like you was equipped by the members of your church, or do you feel like you were better equipped at home? And do you feel like that equipped you for where you at now? Um, I would say growing up in the church I grew up in, I would say I had to equip myself more than they did. Um, like I guess growing up, I always felt like you always um, believed. Yeah, I always believed. I I knew God was real, but I couldn't really attain Him through the church. Um, I always felt like. I don't know, I guess the number one reason is that not seeing these people even, like, believe in the words they claim to believe in. Um, (laughs) It's like, they don't believe it themselves, and it feels kind of, like, fake sometimes. Like, you always have to save face, in a way. So, I don't think they really equip me enough. I felt like I had to go outside and really figure out um, who God is, what does he want from us, and kind of see, you know, kind of develop that relationship he wants with us. Yeah, I agree with her too, because, you know, the church I went to, because we all didn't really go to the same church, (laughs) but the church I went to, like, I ain't going to say I wasn't going to church. I probably was going to church. I was like, nah, but you know, when I was going to church, I wasn't really into all of that, like, you know, but I did say I always believed in God because of my mother. Mm-hmm. So that's, that. her, she was the one, you know, that, that kept the belief system in me. Because, you know, I don't see her went through it all and all, so I see her do things, uh, 
miracle. So that just gave me the belief. But as the church wife, just like how she said, you know, like, you know, from the church houses, you know, I see a few shiesty stuff. So yeah, from seeing shiesty <laughs> stuff, you know, you see a few yeah, I've seen a few shiesty stuff. But you know, as a kid, they think like because the one that thing that. I could say about me, like I was always more wiser than my age. So you know, like some people would think whatever they think, but you know. When they when they think that, that's when they lower to my trap thinking, yeah, you think I'm dumb. All right, nah, but I'll show you something. So it was like that for me. But, you know, at that age, I was more hostile. So, you know, I didn't really care about the church at the time. But, yeah, you're right. I had to find that. I had to find it outside of it. Because, I mean, I mean at one point, like, after I started, you know, stop being a, you know, aggressive individual too much. You know, then I started coming down more being at peace and all that. Like, I came back to the church, but I, I came back, I'm like, just, I had to be real. I'm like, yo, this look like a game to me. Like, for real. If I had to be real myself, this look like a game. And like, I always felt it was fake. It's like, game, though. Yeah, like, I always felt like, every time, like, it had to be real, every time I get there, I thought like, yo, this is fake, bro. Like, <laughs> this is like me sitting at home with popcorns on Netflix. Mm. Like, if I had to be real, you know, some people gonna be mad, but oops, don't matter. And I've been there uh, two two decades, so, yeah. but I always felt like I'm not really, like, getting Anything. what I need, so. It's like, they just, they just, like, they're blurred, just talking words, but, like, nothing's really, you know, simulating my mind or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go out, I found, I found, I really found God outside of church, bro. Mm. It wasn't in church I found God, and that's the main reason why, you know, trying to better myself and all that other stuff, because I found him outside of church. I found them, because I remember one time I was young, that was the time I thought I was a little crazy, because I remember I was walking, I was about to do something that was not a good idea, and, you know, at that moment, I was just walking to the place, and I heard a voice saying, Alison, Alison. I look back, I'm like, yo, why that sound like my mother back there? I'm like, oh, snap. But I never seen my mother, you know? So I kept walking, I kept walking. I kept hearing the voice. I'm like, yeah, I'm going home, I'm going home. Like, I must be bugging it, like, I'm hearing things. But I never really talked about it with nobody, you know? Because I don't want to be like, yo, you crazy, you crazy. So I never really talked about it. But at that moment, I'm not, at that moment, I did feel like, I was young, I was hostile, but at that moment, I did feel like it was like God talking to me, though. Because, yeah. you know, at that time, I'm like, I know what I was about to go do. It's not something good. So, you know, like, it can't be the devil. Because if it was the devil, he'd just be like, yeah, go do it, go do it, go do it. Mm -hmm. So that moment, that's when I really, you know, that was my first, like, interaction. I will say with God, I really had. Um... I guess since everybody went, I guess it's my turn. Um, I feel like church has been an interesting experience. I've been in that church since my sister was christening in that church. You was christening in that church. Benry was christening in that church. Um, Jamima, Jeremy, Benoni, Benny, like these are all people that I've watched growing up. And I can say like, I agree with all of you. Like there is a lot of politics that go on in church. It was, there is a lot of games. Like to the point where when I was growing up, I wasn't really interested in church because of I guess 
my experiences and like I guess what I would hear, what I would see, and I was just going whatever. And like everybody else, I found refuge in the streets, you know. And so like with that, I was comfortable. I had one foot in, one foot out, you know, the game. So, and that's one thing that I'll never like hide because everybody else that you know reached that I guess those positions they want to act like they're perfect and they want to act like they never went through mm -hmm. the things that everybody else go yeah. through yeah, and then they judge like the judgment thing the accountability they don't believe in what they say and that's why I, I even named this the real word because I wanted to like be fully transparent that nothing is ever going to be perfect <clears throat> no one is ever going to be perfect like yeah, bro. only one person that ever Walk the earth was perfect if you believe in that. Yeah. Like if if you believe in Moses, in Christianity, he was a murderer. So 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 it's like for me, like you said, it's a game. But instead of the people that just sit back and they look at the game and and then the audience, like I felt like you know I want to get my feet wet, so I played the politics with them. Like J. Cole always said, like, for the greater good, I walk amongst the evil. Because I know the same things that all you guys know, plus more. You understand? Yeah. So sometimes I just sit back and I just soak the game up. But sometimes I got to get my feet wet, too. So I can say I've been youth leaders since 2015. I was in 11th grade. So that's grade. like seven years. Like... I could never say I was perfect with them. <laughs> I'd be lying to everybody. I'd be lying to myself too. I can't say that during that entire time, like, you know, I did everything that I could have done, but I feel like I did my best. Like, you know, like I feel like I left some kind of impact. Like, yeah, it was a learning experience. It's not like somebody left me a guidebook. Like, you know, when you start a job, yeah. they give you a <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, I didn't get no trade. Just like you said, you you wasn't equipped, I wasn't either. Right, exactly. But That's a problem right Somehow, there. like, I ended up on a, on a stage, mm -hmm. and, and the world ended up judging me. And I'm like, why? Because like, <laughs> you're the one that decided to pick up that cross. <laughs> and... I always go back to Pastor Wilfred because he was the one that said everything I do, make sure I record it and share it to the world. He goes, they're going to watch. Believe me, they're going to watch. I was, like, I was like, this old man crazy. You remember he had the big carries to record everything. Like, he recorded more than he preached. <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, cool. So he was the one that gave me the idea to record mm -hmm. my sermons and to which led up to the show, which led up to everything, you know. And I remember, like, by by my third sermon, it went viral, fifty thousand views, and that was back then, two thousand fifteen. Yeah. So it was like everything just from there. So bro, you know. So I'm humbled, bro. Like. I know people gonna judge me. I know people gonna talk about me, but God picked me. I can't tell God no. We all see what happened to people when I tell God no. <laughs> it's just that I know I'm not gonna be perfect, and I know my mistakes are gonna be on TV, literally. <laughs> so, so I accept that. Like you know, seven years ago I didn't know that. If I knew that back then, I would have said no. Thank you, like everybody else. But you know, it is what it is. Like, 
Everybody see my good times. Everybody see my bad times, you know? So, sometimes I walk around my house. I look at the trophies. I look at the plaques. I look at the pains. And I, and I ask myself, was it all worth it? You know, you got to ask yourself that question. Like, what is it that you're striving for? Like, and I'm going to be completely honest since you guys are here and we talking and you got me into it. I only became elder for my father. And, mm. and it was for, for, for my mother and my father. But for my father to be petty and for my mother out of respect. And one of the people I spoke to before I got ordained was Pastor Pierre. And I love Pastor Pierre. And he was supposed to be here today, but I, everything happens for a reason. He's going to be here next week. So if y'all want to pull up, pull up. So he was like, it's up to you if you want to engage in the nonsense because you're wise. You already know what it is. But if you want to go and subscribe deeper into it, the religion, then that's what you choose to do. But you know the rules to it. They're letting you know how they are. It's no secret. So you sure you want to be a part of that. No one is holding a gun to your head like, stay here. No, you can leave at any time, but you're choosing to suffer through that. Mm. So, he asked me, what you want to do? And I said, okay. Me, my father, anybody that know my father, know my father got a big mouth. A big mouth and a big belly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's arrogant. Humble was never a word in his vocabulary. So, you know... So he, so he used to beef with the elders, like, and so you know what it is, you know, yeah, we're saying that we're part of this thing of ours, because we can say this thing of ours, it's just like the mafia, but they didn't like them, they don't like you, it's, it's a voting system, you don't got the votes, so what you gonna do, it is what it is, so he never became elder, so he got tight, he just left, he was like, you know what, I don't want to play this game, back to you, the game. I don't want to play this game. Yeah. So next up, I guess it's me. <laughs> so I'm like, do I want to play this game? Yes or no? And I says to be petty. Like, my dad never did it, so let me see if I can. And that was really it. And from my mother's point of view, she said, son, like, you you grew up in this church. Like, you know, you've seen the good, you've seen the bad. Here's your chance to actually make a change. They've been saying that we that they wanted to buy a church since she was born, literally. Wow. <laughs> True, yeah. So, and that's full 20, circle. That's like 27. That's how old are you? Yeah, 23. So, yeah. so 23 years later, God has put me. Years look, 23 old. years later, God has put me in a position where I'm able to help the church purchase a church. It took 23 years. <laughs> I, I couldn't make this up. 23, 23 years. years. So where are they happening all the other years? Where the money at? <laughs> <laughs> where do I go? <laughs> oh, all the tides off here. Where, where all of that went? <laughs> huh? We taking 23 years to buy a building. So that's me being 100% honest with y'all. You feel me? And I feel like for me it was just a race. And I was running my race. Mm -hmm. And I made it to Elder. Like I made it. And if it was up to me, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? I could go to school and get a master's in divinity or PhD in divinity, become a pastor full time. That's if I want to do that. Right. But that's not, I, I don't know if that's for me. Maybe when I'm 60, 70 years old, I can't get in no more trouble than <laughs> But for now, life is going to happen. <laughs> so, so 
I sit back and I and, and I soak up the game now because now I'm getting inside these, these different rooms. Mm-hmm. But it's like what Alex always told me. He said you had the ability to move through multiple rooms because of the different worlds that you was able to enter. Right. Like the church, you didn't allow the church to stagnate you into one mindset like those sheltered kids that just know church, 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 yeah, church, church, yeah, church. Yeah. SDA, SDA, Pathfinder, everything like mm-hmm. nah. So they go, they go like. Like, you witnessed different parts of life, and you was able to exp- at least explain it to others. Like, yeah, look at my life, for example. It is what it is, but this is what I could only share with you, because this is my story. Mm. Ain't nothing better than a real story than, you know, that and when, phony story. And when you ask to be a living testament to his glory, this is what it's going to be. Like... Every story you ever read in that book, none of them was sweet. They all had So you talk about you want to be a living testament to his glory, man. That man died on the cross. Yeah, and ain't no worse. Nailed to it. Like and the he nails went through where his body didn't <laughs> drop no more. He he was at least 150 pounds. So imagine yeah. them nails, the size of those. Yeah. If you believe in that, a man never sinned, and he got ridiculed the most. So that's just my point of view on things. You feel me? Yeah. Never ridicule. Church, I gotta work on that, man. Y'all gotta stop moving like sergeants. That's only gonna kick people out the church. It was a church that nailed them too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I believe a lot. What do you think about that? Because I preached on that one day, and it seemed like it bothered a lot of people because I took it. I preached on, okay, I, the last sermons that I did in December and January of the year before last, it was on the the, the crucifixion of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I spoke it from all from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. And then I brought it full circle to Christ. And then I reversed it and I brought it full circle to the church, literally. And then... <laughs> The Sabbath before that was the Sabbath I got ordained, and I, and then I mocked the the pastor because he was like, "I said, 'Cause like, he put a lot of he put a lot of emphasis on that ordained, ordained, yeah. con- consecrated, okay. and it's like to them that was the pinnacle. And when I hit that pinnacle, I looked and I was like, "Who would have ever imagined this? You feel me?" Yeah. I mean, you didn't even imagine it. I did it. So, like, but but that's my point. It's like everything happens for a reason. Sure. And it's like you used the example of David earlier, and you saying that you feel like they didn't equip you. But one of the things that David said to Saul when Saul tried to equip him is, I, I can't fight wearing your armor. That's true. Yeah, you got to wear your own armor. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I keep moving. I mean, we've spoken about this before we even got here. Like, I think, like, most people come to, most people just come to, you know, the physical building expecting to find God. And when they don't find God in the physical building, that's when they run. So that's another aspect. And that's why I tell people, like, yo, bro, like, the building is a building. That's not where you're really going to find God. Like, you got to find it within yourself first. Like, because at the end of the day, it's a connection. It's an A and B. You can't be looking at the other guy expecting, oh, since he had this connection, I'm just supposed to have the same thing. You know, everybody got different journeys. You feel me? We don't all got the same journey, but you got to find it within that show. That's what, that's why I feel like, you know, majority of 
And like me personally, I feel like a lot of people in the church are like spiritual babies. They come every week, you know, they give them the little pantophile, boop, 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 ga, ga, you know, come back next week, same thing. And thinking like, hallelujah, you know, the, you know, the, the water down, hallelujah. And then, you know, they do the, oh my God, Jesus. Like, we all see that. Like, I see that in the movies and all that. Like, they do the same thing, you know, they not really teaching the real word, like, you know, because the one thing about, like, you know, Bible, like, everybody could, you know, um, give it, explain it in their own image. And, you know, like, the Bible's not evil. It's who who hands it falling to that makes it evil. Because we all know a phone, a phone can't do nothing without you touching it, right? Because mm. it needs you to monitor it and move it around and for it, for it, for the data to be running everything. So you can't really call a phone evil. Just like how, you know, people be like, oh, the Bible evil. Like, no. It's the devil in... knows the word, too. Huh? The devil knows the word, too. Exactly. I mean, he was his son. He was the closest son, so he clearly know a lot of things. So basically, he know... The devil already know how to manipulate you. But at the end of the day, you cannot blame the devil at all. Because it's your life, and the best gift God gave you is the freedom world to, you know, decide whatever you want to do. Because... God's not gonna force you to love him. He rather it naturally. Cause if you're, if it's like y'all in a relationship, if if he forced you to be with her, would you wanna, be, would y'all wanna be together? I'm already forcing her. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm already forcing her. Talking about Whoa, it ain't going nowhere. It wasn't supposed to be like that. But, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if you try to force be with him, or she try to. It wouldn't work. You gotta, you know, like connect. Right. I gotta Your both. Choice. Yeah, Your both, choice. both of y'all gotta be feeling each other. Right. So it's it's the same way with God. Like he ain't gonna force you to mess with him. Like he just give you the option of truth. But at the end of the day, you know, when prophecy revealing, um, fulfill itself, you can't have no excuses because you know every day is a new day. So basically, every day is a new opportunity to change. So why is the choice now being? The majority is like, yeah, I'm not dealing with that right now. I'm not because dealing with that right now. The reason why? No, most like, people are not dealing with church right now. Okay. Most Go people can't handle the pressure. And right now, it's like, you know, like the TV, like the TV is one of the, I keep saying this a whole lot. The TV is one of the biggest spells ever because we all have that in our houses. You cannot tell me one household that don't have one TV at least. Whether they still got that little big fat hump in the back back box TV, they still got a TV and they're watching it. They give it to you with a satellite. You don't even need cable to watch TV no more. Mm. Like you could watch TVs all with over this. the internet. Yeah, you all, on the internet. You don't even need to have a phone number to be really be on the phone. But wait, Janelle was gonna say something about that. Um, you said why they're not like. Why? Why is why are more youth not really interested in church right now? Like they more saying, "Now nah, I'm good on that right now." I think right now it's because, well, the people I know, I think it's because, like what he said, they haven't been equipped or uh, trained. So when they go through the tribulation, which is the pandemic, 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 <laughs> um, they just don't know. It, it just yeah, it just fell apart. They they didn't really have that yeah. foundation anymore, so it's just because the same ones that was went away. The same people that were preaching are the ones goes. No, yeah, like because 
you know it's been what almost about to be two years now yeah and if you know that trouble comes you know your house is if your house is built on sand it's just going to wither away because you don't really have that foundation anymore so i probably just don't want to come back because either now they're comfortable or it's now like well what do i even go back to i haven't really gotten nothing from you know the church and mm-hmm. i feel like uh the people above don't really care or they, they probably like don't even know my name so <laughs> what's the point of going back like as the youth, a lot of us is feeling like the pandemic made people like right. feel like the church was giving fake love I'll you say that. Uh-huh. I'll say. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna you can't. You're not gonna tell me you ain't feel like the church was giving no, you no, things. I'll tell you this, right? Um, it's not even that. It's I, this is me personally from personal experience. When I first came to the church, when I first came to the church, it was um, a pastor went by me, and I don't know if I want to say names or not. But a pastor invited me to the church. Uh, some friends of Jesus, you know, was a friend of Jesus, whatever. It was me by myself, no family, no nothing, right? When I got baptized in that church, again, no family, no nothing. I think this is just what my this is what I, something I think. I think because I was not attached to a family, I did not get treated the same as any other kid in the church or as any other youth in the church because I was not attached to a family. So any event, I didn't get invited to. Anything they're doing, I didn't get invited to. Planting, I didn't get invited to. So I think it's because I was not attached to a family. Now, when I did get attached to a family, which was um, for Fleets, God bless him. This man's amazing. I love them so much. And, you know, they pretty much kind of adopted me in a sense, right? I pretty much, you know, ended up just staying at his house all the time. And because of them, it's like, once I pretty much adopted myself with them, I don't know where I started getting invites. I don't know where I started getting, you know, alerted to these things that were happening so in terms of the love thing i'll say that i think that it does come a lot a, a, a lot to down to family but i do want to touch on mm-hmm. one thing you mentioned was what the equipment thing right where it's like okay you can't you can't wear somebody else's armor and i'll say this this is what i this is my this is what i think about it when it comes to that is i think that you're right that you can't wear somebody else's armor so you know you you, you really can't do that but the armor is like so we got to think about okay so where did david get his armor right he got his armor from the relationship he had built with god so I think that the armor is created when you have a relationship with God. As you have, as you have this relationship with God, and you're constantly building it, even if you fall, even if you know make a make a mistake, but you're constantly still building, you know, relationship with God. God is sitting there building out your armor. He's building out your weapon, building out your sword, building out everything you need because he's a refiner, right? There's a song that that there's, there's a song. Um, it, it goes that, uh, God, you're a fire, the refiner. Mm-hmm. And I want to be consumed, right? So it's like when I think about that song, I think about the fact that God is not only just, you know, when we have a relationship with God, he's constantly refining us, building us, constantly have us in the fire like a blacksmith, making us harder, making us like, you know, steel, as hard as steel so we can't be, so that when we bend, we don't break. So even if we fall, we don't break. So I think that when it comes to that armor, it, it all comes down to the relationship with God. And I, and I would say this. That is something that's missing when it comes to youth. That relationship is missing. So we don't have the relationship. We don't have any armor. So when we go out into the world, we are vulnerable to every single thing that they're shooting at us. Yeah. And because we're so vulnerable, like, gotcha. <laughs> exactly. We're coming back to the church with these battle wounds, these battle scars, an arrow here, a knife back there, this and third. They're gonna judge us because we messed up so much. And now you're getting judged here. You're getting shot there. You don't want to be nowhere at this point, so it, 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 you can't it, it takes you to a, it it takes you to a spiral. You. Exactly, you're in a spiral now, and they just like you know what? I'm just gonna stay out here, 
I could fight out there. I can't fight in here though. But I can still, I can, I can fight out there. To answer you, I use myself. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 6, verse 11, 12. I put on the whole armor of God so I may be able to stand against the wells of the devil. Mm. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickednesses and false principalities and high places. Right. The church, the example you gave is that the people up high, you feel like don't really know you. They don't really know your name. Why is there a high and a low in church? Why? Politics of it. <laughs> so, that's one, right? Salvation is personal in the sense that right. you have a life where you have to make the experience in order to find God. Mm-hmm. Paul had to be Saul. Saul had to be blinded on the road to Damascus in order to become Paul. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think that we can see and we have to be blind in order to see. Just like the prodigal son, his father let him out. His father let him go. He squandered his wealth. He, he ended up sleeping with pigs. <laughs> he had to go through it. His father had to let him go in order for him mm-hmm. to come back. So it is what it is. So me, like, I didn't, I grew up in the church, and I saw a lot. I saw people come. I saw people go. I see my church very big. Then I see my church small. Then I see my church tiny. Then I see my church... <laughs> Big get again. big <laughs> and then Corona <laughs> and it felt like it felt like all the work that we did just went out the window a little bit and like you said a lot of us wasn't equipped for I wasn't equipped for it right. like I feel like at the beginning I, I was doing as much as I can but then I was doing a little too much and then you know the politics some people felt like we was doing two churches one one, <laughs> one, one church for the youth and one church for the adults but at the same time the whole time when church was open, we was asking for our own youth service the whole time. So imagine being on the phone and you didn't want to be there in person, listen to it. Imagine being on the phone now. Are you going to listen to it? No. You're going to just find yeah. other stuff to do. Yeah, because you don't have to be there. You're not be there. And no one's holding you accountable. Exactly. Yeah. Once you're not held accountable to it anymore, you now have the excuse. And it's just like, as I said before, the shackles. Hope is the biggest Shackles were right broken. Now. Shackles. Yeah. Shackles were released. You were just like, oh my goodness, I'm free. COVID nineteen. Like, oh my gosh, I'm free. Like COVID, I can't come to church. COVID, I can't yep. be around people. COVID, I can't, I can't, I can't shake your hand. COVID, I can't hug you. COVID, I can't be COVID is an amazing excuse. Even the family went for COVID. They use that. I said wow to a whole family, right? I went to the kids, I went to the wife, and then I gave them a kiss and a hug because I haven't seen them in a while. I got to the husband, he was like, Oh, we still doing this, huh? It's like, all right, I'll play along. Fear God, yeah. fear God, though. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta yeah. play alone with it. You know? When in Rome, you gotta act like the yeah. Romans. Yeah. Sometimes it's coming. The, the fear is convenient in this point. In this yeah. point, yeah. moment, the fear. I mean, life is, is all about fear, love. You know, I always say like, whatever, whatever you fear is gonna control you. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether you believe it or not, trust me, it is. Because if you fear, it's gonna control you. But you like, oh my God, I don't want this. It's just like how you got a bully and you ain't step up to the bully yet. Like you always gonna be like, oh my god, please don't hit me, please don't hit me. Exactly. Take yeah. my money, take my money. You basically give him whatever just so he won't beat you up. Mm-hmm. It's just like that, man. Like you know, you gotta face your fears. Cause I mean, if you never face them, how you gonna know? If you never take the chance to face your fears, how you gonna know if you gonna be able to 
you know, accomplish that task. Exactly. Because getting hit hurt, but you're going to heal. Yeah. I mean, in life, you you, you going to get heal. hit. You going you, everybody going to get hit. Everything ain't always sweet, you know, because we all know, just like how sports, you could go on the whole street, but you're going to have to, that elbow will come. Mm-hmm. That elbow will come. Especially when you're on the street, yeah, you got a big elbow coming, so prepare. Because mm-hmm. if you're on the, going on the road, 20 wins in a row. Yeah, that, that L that you gonna come with, make sure it God has a way of humbling you. Actually. Yeah, I mean, you, I think we all need to be humble. Humbling. You know, as human beings, I think we all need that. Yeah. I think that's what 2020 showed us too, like to be humble and to rely on God more yeah. and more. Kind think, of had to reevaluate yourself, who you are. I think we depend on the government God. too. You we depend know. on the government too much too, you know. The government interferes too much. <laughs> they stay out of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. If they stay out of it, we wouldn't depend on them so much. It's like you your roles. Your roles to go. They stayed out because you signed up. It's you're like, like, like they forced you. But if there wasn't like, really government helping, the church wasn't gonna help. No, that is fact. The church gave every family two hundred dollars last year. Yeah. That was it. Hey, right now, that that that's crazy. When I heard about that, that was yeah. definitely crazy. I was like, right now, two hundred. I'm just like coming outside. That's crazy. Just, once you come that's outside crazy. within the first eight hours, that two hundred dollars gone. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like that two hundred dollars did outside nothing for those people right now. Even the Chinese get expensive. You guys were at a lot of the 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 com- community service programs that mm-hmm. we was at. I feel like if we didn't really do that, like people wouldn't really do it at all. Like we didn't like really the church people in the church. Yeah, in the church. yeah. yeah. nah. Yes. Nah, please. <laughs> were the people in the church? Did they would do it? Did they? No, no, he said no, and everybody else said yes. I don't think they'll do it. I, I think they'll just do what they usually always have us do: go door to door, knock in, trying to hit that. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's what they had, oh, yeah, no, what they had me know. doing as a kid. But it's like they go door to door to make sure they're tied to us. To do those programs. I heard they was doing that too. I'm like, good thing they don't got my address. Cause that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, they have my address, but you know, I just look at them straight in the eye and be like, they don't got my address. That was that's crazy. First you give them twenty dollars, and then yeah, I remember they came. To my <laughs> then I heard they started taking ties from electronic payments. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. I was like, wow. yeah, so, really? Like, like, I'm like, damn, they're getting creative now. They try, what are, I'm not going to say no names. Somebody tried to come to my house, but you know me. Like, that wasn't happening. Because I was the one that went to the door. I'm like, yeah, she ain't home. She's like, you sure? Give, give, tell, her, tell her to call. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never told my mother. <laughs> <laughs> never. They probably don't like me, but oopsie, I don't care. GED, man, can't every dollar. Because, like, I, when they was doing that, I didn't seem, like, I felt foul about that. Like, that rubbed me the wrong. It's like, it's a pandemic here. People going through it. Yeah. And you talking about coming, picking up ties and all. You know what's crazy, though? It's like, since this pandemic and everything, I've actually been learning just how important like tithing is mm-hmm. like it's actually something very well, you important think the tithing, definition like, of tithing, is. tithing you know just tithing is 10 percent yeah tithing is like 10 percent right yeah, yeah tithing is 10 percent but do you believe you got to give it to the building because me personally i, I think, think tithing. I, I think it's that you're the thing is where we've been taught like 
as of, you know, this whole, this thing is my problem with religion, right? So it's just like, you're when you're giving, at least this is from my perspective, when you're giving money, I felt like I was just giving it to these elders, giving it to the people, giving it to them. Because I ain't going to lie. You don't even know where the money's going, right? I don't know where the money's going, but somehow, I kid you not, you, it'll, it'll be it's a like random Saturday. Huh? It'll be a random Saturday. You outside, you're chilling with your boys, and the pastor pulls up with a brand new whip. Brand new spotless Beamer SUV. You like? No, I've never seen that. You like? Ooh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah, like, like, that 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 is the for you, right? That the big eyebrows. I was like, like, hold on, mm, hold on. I'm like, I ain't gonna say because I don't know nothing, so I'm not gonna sue nothing. But it's just but like, the fact that ruins the eyebrows. Yeah, it ruins the eyebrows, and it really takes it, it puts a terrible taste in your mouth when it comes to tithing. But tithing is actually something very important because it's like you're giving. You're giving something back. You're giving it back to the Lord. You know, you're giving it back joyfully because it's like, God, you've given me all these blessings. Yeah. Give me all these abundance. Like 10% is nothing to what you've done for me in my life. 10% should be nothing. I should be happy. I should be happy up up, up in the air to give you 10%. That's nothing, right? So it's like uh, back in the Bible, it speaks on, you know, when they ask for offerings for the temples, they would get too much to the point that they would say, hey, no, stop. Because they, would just, they understood just the amount of... Uh, a blessing God gave into their lives, and it's like we also need to understand the amount of you know protection that He gives us just on a daily basis that we don't even know about. So we should be happy to give, but because of the bad taste that they put the in our minds, the lack of trust, right? It's like the lack of trust that we actually have to think to ourselves, where's this money going? Well, we should be thinking that this is God. This ten percent for God. It's not. It's not even for me. It's for God. That it's goes like, back to it's what crazy. we were saying. If if we didn't do it. When I say we, I'm talking about the the real world, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. company, and the you company, guys yeah. volunteering and helping right. us, which mm-hmm. is great, like, which is an awesome thing. But I'm saying the conference, the church, as in our church, what what are they doing? Because they got a department for that they technically. Do they do? Yeah. yeah. Me. <laughs> I, never they gotta, I mean, they, of course they have the department, but what are they doing? Really? Yeah, they got a committee That's service true. department. Never they just watch it. When they came to town and offering for me, I never really felt like... Wait, then they do that um the diaper thing, the diaper yeah. thing, giving back, giving diapers. No, diaper it was us that did it. But I was like, "Hey, that's what I'm saying." Like, um, when it comes to the oh, title, when it comes to the title offering, oh, I don't man. really. I think they just you know use that one verse you know to scare everybody but, as but the where audience. is all the money? Huh? I'm gonna tell y'all something off camera because I don't want to put nobody on. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like for me, when you talk about times of offering, I don't really feel like you have to come into church and give times of offering because number one, you don't. Most people don't even know where this money going to. Me, yeah, I personally believe like tithe and offering is like you know helping somebody out where like you actually know you did something. It's like let's say if you walking on the street, you see a homeless man over here, you know, like going through it, and he needs some food. I believe those things are tied in offerings, you know, like taking them to the mm-hmm. store, get them food, things like that. Or or let's say like, oh, boom, you just be like, yo, I have to take this homeless guy who give him a haircut or like make him wash up. I believe those are tied in offerings. No, I think that's different. I think that's a service. Nah, that's I think it's tied in I think for it to be tied, it has to be contributing or like... Contributing. Not, well, the not, definition, not really contributing, the definition but not really to be tithes, giving to the kingdom of God. The definition God, of tithes right? is 10% and offering is anything you give after that. Right. Yeah, but you're giving. You're, cause but I think you're saying that because it's believe not in, a good... I don't believe like you're giving the church money. If it was a good house, money. you would give. Yeah, if it was like a, a good, good house, house, you're gonna give church money. Yeah, yeah, because they, like, they need they need it for programs. I just don't believe that. You know, I'm about to sit here, go to the church, be like, yo, here's a hundred dollars. Our church, yeah, I would. It's like <laughs> I wouldn't give nothing. I'm not doing it. I haven't given anything. I ain't it's just like. 
ain't never like, gonna do it. It's, it's like if you saw your investment, then you would invest more. Exactly. exactly. If I see where it's going, if I exactly. see that it's actually well, going towards the kingdom and actually progressing, you know, and whatever, you I'm gonna keep doing stuff. I'm gonna get more because they're. Cause I got money in my pocket. What's that gonna get? <laughs> they a big church to be able to feed the That's community every week. Mm-hmm. Like all, all they would have to do was just cook and just stand by the door. If I seen a church where you know the main reason driven why I don't give church my money is because. The whole thing, like, it took 23 years just to get a building. That's so it's like, <laughs> you know, like, the one, thing about, the one thing about me as a kid, I was always good at math and I'm good at numbers. So it's like, 23 years, yeah, you know, think about the amount of people yeah, in the church, like the amount of money, the, the amount of they be wearing, be nice, high end suits. So you're like, I know you got money. Yeah, like, you know, you we know, businesses. So it's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, it's like, we're not really, really, really trying like, to pocket watch. But exactly. It's like, 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 how you say, if you see the. See a guy pull up in the beds, he's like, hold the hell up. Like, you take 23 years, you're gonna get a church, but you got a whole G-Wagon. You got a whole G-Wagon. Like, oh, okay, okay. It's not even used, bro. That thing is fresh, brand new. Exactly. 2021 that's what I'm saying. That's what driven me. That's what really driven me. Cause I'm like, yo, like, if I don't mind doing it, but it's like, you know, like, you gotta show me the car facts. You ain't just gonna sit here and be like, yes, hope. Just, just have hope. Like, but the thing is, we shouldn't be having. That, we shouldn't even that have that mindset. <laughs> we shouldn't even have that mindset where it's like, oh, you gotta show me what it's going to. We should have mindset where it's like, I mean, this is me this giving it back to this, God, right? It should be more of a, this is me giving God ten percent of all the blessings He done gave me. This is me giving God ten percent. What the, what they do with it? I should not have to worry about. It. So you know what? I trust what my, they I trust do my others, yada yada. But it's I like this is me giving back to that. God, right? Well, I shouldn't worry about it. I should worry about I it. I think I'm, you should worry about it because what if it is going to, you know, a really bad place? Ah, uh, yeah, and, and you, you don't know. Then, again, that's where the trust comes in. You don't know. You're money. money. But if you're going away instead good. of staying in it and trying to change it from within, then that is like giving up. Nah, you could try to change it, but there's other ways I think you could change it. But, you know, me going in and be like, it's a hundred dollars. Some things are unchangeable. So that's not happening. Exactly. When it's like when you the change thing, I think about this quote I heard where it's like, if the if the root is poison, yeah. then what fruit is going like, to produce. Let's say they do mm-hmm. this, right? If they say, yo, we buy the tree by the fruit that it bears. Let's exactly. say if they do things like this, right? They be like, okay, as a church, you know, we do a drop. I actually put money into that, but I got to mm-hmm. see it, bro. Because we all know, I mean, like, amongst us, we all know, like, the things that has happened with the money. So it's trust. It's a That's trust another trust thing. When you hear things happen with the money, you're just like, whoa. Like, what? Exactly. That happened? This that church, happened? Yeah. That this, happened? Yeah. No, I don't want to say just the and generalize oh, all see, of that. But I think it happens in a lot of churches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Period. It, period. And it's a very high percentage because I personally believe that. 95, 96% of churches around the world are corrupt. We just don't know. We just don't know what's happening. I don't believe this world is getting better. I think te- I believe technology is becoming better, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think the world rise, I think people are becoming more dumber. Because, you know, when take when you got better technology than you as a person, but we all know if you think like, oh, this technology can do everything, they be like, damn, I don't got to do this no more. Mm. My they, people are lost due to, not, due to a lack of knowledge. Exactly. And we all know the one thing that, you know, the the little blush won't tell you, like, <laughs> you, us colors can't be successful because we don't read and they're right. 
It sounds like I had a lot to get off your chest. I'm about to close out. Oh, okay. It's been an hour already. Oh, damn. Oh, really? Oh, shoot. Oh, yes. You know, but that's what I'm saying. You know, I believe that's how they offer it, but, you know, just just do it for, like, your community. Like, I got to see something. Like, you know, let me see you trying to, you know, do, give back to give back to schools where, you know, you got pencils and all that. It's like, if I'm a part of it, like, yeah, I throw the money, you know, no problem. But if I ain't seeing nothing, you just, ain't seeing a penny. There's so much going on in the world right now that you can actually contribute to, that you can help, you know, just push things forward. And as you're pushing things forward, you can also spread the, yeah. the gospel of Christ and everything out there. Because I think everybody so would I think everybody would be willing to give if they actually see, you know, exactly if you see evidence. If, if I see you giving towards a children's fund, I see you giving towards like you know um, things that happen around the world where people are affected, like the the, the, the earthquake in Haiti, yeah. super effective. If I see you, if I see you get, you gotta be careful. But if I see you just you know giving towards that, you know you, you're over here like, hey, listen, guys, we're expertized and some offering because we have this fund for Haiti, we have this we're foundation. Right into those and it's just too, like man. you know consider giving some more. Like you know, they've consider giving. church youth 2020 i feel like us living in new york city you know expensive yeah as the years go by it's going to be pretty much consumed by more and more evil it's going to be more and more pressure for us christians so i would say like really evaluate yourself and see if you're being trained to be you know a remnant in new york city and if you're not you should you know decide to move when you, know, you say remnant, explain to them what a remnant means for those that don't know. Um, a remnant means just a small amount of people. So the Bible talks about how only a remnant is going to be saved. So it's basically like the last soldier, I guess, in you know whatever city, wherever you are. So definitely get you know equipped, get trained to be a remnant here, and you know follow the words of God, like, and you know do what you can. That's how I would say. My closing thought is the real word did more than a lot of church. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a shock, but I don't care. <laughs> 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 
Ben? Um, my closing thought would pretty much be this. Uh, something I learned during the pandemic. Break the shackles of religion and really, you know, cling towards relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. When Once you break those shackles, once you break down that wall, you'll just... You'll see, you'll see God in a whole new light because you'll really be building a true relationship with Him. So, you got that. I think it's a song like that. Break those shackles off my feet, so The shackles part. The shackles is not what our hands do. The shackles is up here now. Yeah, shackles on mine. Like people be thinking they free, no, you're not. Free doom, free doom. Your hands is free to walk in all, but your mind is not. Yeah, what's free? Um, my closing thought would just be like, um, I'm just blessed to have like these conversations and, and the fact that like we have a platform where we can discuss these conversations and share with you guys, the audience. Like, we would like to thank you guys for your continued support and for your continued support of this entire podcast, ministry, television show, whatever. So, it means a lot, and for the fact that we can sit down and have these conversations, I feel like these conversations are therapeutic in a sense, whereas like. We generally don't have these conversations in public. Raw mm-hmm. cut, no way. <laughs> so, you know, it sounded like, yeah, I had a lot to get off your chest. So, you know, I'm happy we was able to record it and, you know, cement it in history. So, we thank you guys for coming here. Yeah, thank you, Thank you. You know, you guys. Queen, Clarence. Yeah. His name right. Clarence. Yeah, Clarence. you haven't been saying it right. <laughs> I, I don't really watch them, you know. I'm more focused on trying to better me, so I ain't really got time for uh, no offense to y'all. <laughs> yeah, so we thank all you guys for joining us. We thank you guys for being here with us. Any of you guys want to pray to close out? Uh, y'all can me? pray together. What about that? Alright, cool. So, um, Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, and we just want to thank you, Father, for this opportunity to speak on um, just how to get closer with you, Father. Just speak on things that need need to be said so that we can focus more on your word, your your true Father, what you have taught us to do and what you have called us to do, Father. Um, please continue to bless the real word. Please continue to bless Rick Rickard and his work. Please, please continue to bless Irving and all of them so that they can really just spread spread your gospel spread your word and just spread the message and continue to speak on these topics that need to be talked about father really help them expose help help them expose the truth help them continue to give back to the community and keep serving the community and bless me and janelle with all our endeavors and everything that we have uh toward the future and just continue to look over cover us in your blood and your name we pray amen Amen, amen. So we got next week. Man. So we thank y'all for joining us. We thank y'all for tuning in. Good night and God bless. It's the real world. It's the real world.